0: Welcome to the Life in the Driver's Seat podcast. I'm Jacqueline Emery, a life coach passionate about helping you go from surviving life to living your life on purpose. It's time to get out of the passenger seat and into the driver's seat of your life. Let's get started. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome back to the Life in the Driver's Seat podcast. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. So before we dive into today's topic, which, by the way, you are going to love, I want to mention a few things really quick. So first of all, I have been, I've had my head down, I've been working, I've been revamping and recording my program, Life in the Driver's Seat. And I've, I've got to tell you guys, I am so excited about it. As I was recording, I kept telling like my friends and my family, I'm like I am blowing my own mind. <laughs> I'm like this is so good. This information is so good. And I just kept that's what I kept thinking. I'm like everyone needs to hear this. It's that good. It's like the secret to the universe. And I'm getting so much great feedback and I'm saying this all because I believe in this work so deeply and the ability it has to really transform your life from the way that you think and the way that you feel and the way that you manage your time and the way you show up and prioritize, like getting real results in your life. Like, this is it, this is the program you want to be in. So, with my program, you get 24 weekly one-on-one coaching calls. You get video modules that cover my TFPG method, which I will do a whole other podcast on later. You get a workbook to go along with the modules, and you get lifetime access to the program and the materials. And you can get more information at JacquelineEmory.com. Another really quick thing I want to tell you guys about is a workshop I did. And when this comes out, it will I will have done the workshop yesterday, so um, yesterday evening, and that really does, this workshop will do a great job of going over my method and giving you some really good tips on pretty much everything that I just mentioned. So thinking on purpose, feeling however you want to feel, managing your time, and intentionally setting goals and creating results in every area of your life. So if you want to be added to my free Facebook group so you can access that workshop Or if you want more information on my Life in the Driver's Seat program, you can shoot me a message at Jacquelineemorycoaching at gmail.com. That's Jacqueline with a Y. You can also go to, like I said, JacquelineEmery.com for more information on the program and contact me as well. All right. So let's get into our topic for today. It's so good. So today we are going to talk about the difference between thinking on purpose, which is something I teach my clients, and positive thinking. So we're going to talk about what's the difference between thinking on purpose and positive thinking. So I started to really think about this when I got into a conversation with someone, and she was telling me about you know some of her issues and that she was having, and I told her some of my thoughts on it. And she said to me, Oh, so I'm just supposed to think a bunch of positive thoughts and all of a sudden everything's gonna change. And I was like, no, (laughs) like we're missing it completely. Like what I teach is so different than that. And then I started thinking about how most people they're used to hearing about positive thinking and like the power of attraction and the secret, right? That was such a big, you know, book and movie that came out. And that you're just supposed to think positive thoughts and put them out into the universe and change your frequency and your energy and then you'll be this magnet that attracts your desires into your life. And here's the thing, some people love it and they totally believe in that in it and some people they think it's like woo-woo and they don't subscribe to that. And I'm not here to judge anyone's opinion. I'm not here to say who's right and who's wrong. I'm just here to talk about how what I'm teaching my clients to do is something very different than just positive thinking. So whatever you subscribe to, totally fine. I'm just here to just give some more description on exactly what it is that I do. So I wanted to look up the definition of like positive thinking. So I took to Google to see what they had to say. And here's what I found. So positive thinking is expecting good and favorable things. Positive thinking is the process of creating thoughts that create and transform energy into reality. Positive thinking waits for happiness, health, and a happy ending in any and every situation. So not bad. Like none of those things are bad things. So what I like to call thinking on purpose is actually a process. It's a process I teach my clients and it's, it's different than that. It's different than just positive thinking. So I want to talk about what thinking on purpose is and the steps you can take to do it and the effect that it can have on your life. So let's dive in. So thinking on purpose is actually deciding what is true. It's uncovering and discovering like what is true and what you want to believe. So it's actually taking a look at what the brain is offering us and questioning it and then deciding consciously and intentionally if it's true and if we want to keep thinking it and keep believing it. So here's the thing. Our brain has around 60,000 thoughts per day and i'm not sure like how that's figured out i mean i think we all know people who might have like five thoughts a day and i'm like you guys are so lucky <laughs> but that's but that's what studies show okay so studies show or have shown that our brain it's thinking about 60,000 thoughts per day and out of those 60,000 thoughts about 80% of those are negative it's crazy 80% now before you think That's not true, or that sounds like really pessimistic and negative. You need to understand that that's just how your brain works. Like, that's how the human brain works. It's wired that way to protect you. Like, there's nothing wrong with your brain, it's wired that way to protect you. It's always looking for the negative. So you can see evidence of your brain being wired for negativity by like the news, for example. So it's much more likely for us to respond to and notice to like a scary or negative headline, right? So what happens is our brain is offering us up on a daily basis, like tons of negative thoughts. And most of these thoughts are just on repeat day in and day out in our subconscious. And we aren't even aware of them. We don't notice them. We don't question them. So what happens is after we think the same thought over and over and over again, even if it's subconscious, it becomes a belief. So a belief is just a thought that we think over and over and over again. Okay? Like we just take them as truth. Okay? We convince ourselves like this is the truth. Like I'm ugly. I'm not capable of being anything. I'm not a lovable person. No one likes me. My husband doesn't care about me. My boss is a jerk. This is so unfair. So this becomes our identity and how we see the world and our life and ourself and everyone around us. And we don't even realize it. That's why clients will come to me and be like, my husband is a jerk. And they think that that's a fact. It's like they're just reporting it to me. They're like, "No, it, he's a jerk," and they think it's a fact and it's a circumstance, but it's not a fact. It's a thought, and so many people see their thoughts as facts. Like they can't even tell the difference between a thought and an actual, like c- circumstance. Okay, like a fact. They can't see the difference between a thought and a fact or a circumstance. So I'm five foot six is a fact. I have green eyes is a fact. My husband is a jerk is a thought, (laughs) okay? But these thoughts become so ingrained in us that they become who we are. Like I said, they become our identity. And the problem happens when we do want to change, we go to take these new actions because we think that that's the solution, right? We're like, I need to lose weight. So, I need to stop overeating and I need to start working out. And I need to improve my marriage. So, I need to schedule date nights and sex nights and communication nights. I want to make more money. So, I need to work more. I need to work harder. I need to start my own business. And then we try to do all of these things until we exhaust ourselves. And then we eventually end up right back where we started. And then we start blaming ourselves and we think it's just, Impossible for us to change, right? We see it as evidence. We're like, see, I knew it. I knew I couldn't, you know, make that change. I knew I couldn't stick to it. And then we just stay stuck. But the real issue has nothing to do with us and our capability to change and create results. I assure you, you are capable of change. Anyone is capable of change. There's nothing wrong with you. You just haven't had the right tools yet, you haven't learned the right tools yet, and you're focusing on the wrong thing. If we want to create real change and take effective action to create real change, we need to change on an identity level. Okay, We need to become the person that weighs 20 pounds less. We need to become the person that is capable of healthy relationships. We need to become the person that is able to make more money and hold that result. This is when the actions become effortless. Like they become who we are and not these things that we try to do. And most people are trying to change the action first, and they are tired and overwhelmed, and that's why they quit. When you change on an identity level, the actions become who you are, and that's how you finally create real and lasting change. So let's talk about how you do this. You don't do this by sitting in your room and thinking positive thoughts, (laughs) okay? Or at least that's not what I teach. I like to think of this in a very logical way. So if you know me at all, You know, I'm definitely more of like a logical thinker, okay? (laughs) I tend to look at things more in a logical, like simplified way more than an emotional way or like a creative way, okay? I'm like a logical introvert. I'm kind of a nerd, you guys. (laughs) When I say that, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of a nerd. Sounds pretty nerdy. So for those of you who don't subscribe to the woo-woo side of things, this might help you. And even the people who do like that side of things, which I do too, like I think it's all good. I like to learn about all of it and use all of it together. But even you will find it interesting to know how and why this process I teach actually works, like logically speaking. Okay. So the first thing we have to do is become aware of what we are currently thinking. So most people have no idea what their thoughts even are. And by thoughts, I like to think of these as sentences in my head. So that's how I like to think of thoughts. I'm like, it's just sentences in our head. So I was on a call with a client and they were saying how they, they did something and they were like beating themselves up about it. And I was like, well, you know, what was the thought you had right before you did that? And they were like, I have no idea. And I was like, no, I'll wait. Just think about it. And just give me a guess. We'll sit here until you think of something. And the more they like dug, and I kept being like, what else? What else? And the more they dug, the more thoughts started coming out until I was like, oh, there it is. (laughs) And I told them, like, you'll get, you can get so much better at this. Like, you'll get better at this. At this point, you can, like, you could ask me what I'm thinking or what I was thinking about at a certain time. And I'll be able to tell you pretty quickly, like, the exact sentences that were in my head. Because I've practiced so much, like, becoming aware of my thoughts and, like, watching myself having thoughts. So it's an amazing skill. And you can learn it and you can get better and better at it. So that's the first step that I teach my clients. It's a process that I teach them that you can use to learn exactly how to do that. But when we talk about thinking on purpose, we need to first take a look at what our brain is offering us at any given moment or on, or on any certain topic or area of our life. It's just Offering us thoughts, you guys. Like your brain's just offering up thoughts, but most people don't even like question them. They're like, okay, they just take it. They just take what their brain is offering them. And it's just offering thoughts, but that doesn't mean we have to accept them and believe that thought. Okay. So the next thing we want to do is take a look at the thought that we've brought into our into our conscious from our subconscious. So once we're aware of these thoughts, we can question them. So that's the next step. We question them. We want to ask ourselves if this thought is actually true and if it's serving us, if it's helping us to be thinking it. So for example, you might be trying to lose weight and you might bring into your awareness, like you might notice some thoughts you're having and thinking about yourself. Like, I'm meant to be heavy. I'm not capable of losing weight. I always quit. I never stick to anything. You know, my friends who are heavy won't like me if I lose weight. They won't accept me. So if we don't have any awareness of or question these thoughts, we go to do the actions of stopping overeating and working out. And it's like, of course we aren't going to stick to it and lose weight. If our thoughts and our identity are what I just like listed, or say you're unhappy in your marriage and your thoughts are, you know, my husband is my husband's an asshole my husband doesn't put in any effort my husband doesn't listen to me my husband is selfish and then you try to you know plan date nights or communication nights and this is like what my clients are are trying like when they come to see me they're actually trying like these things and you're doing these actions with those thoughts shaping your relationship and then you wonder why it doesn't go well or you don't stick to it and then you just think like it's hopeless this is impossible. I can't have a great I cannot have a great relationship. And this is what most people are doing. And I love the actions, you guys. Like, I don't want anyone listening to this to think like I'm not about actions at all. In fact, that is a huge part of my program. So we do all kinds of intentional action planning in the later part of the program, but it does come after this work here, so that it's actually effective action. Most people are doing ineffective actions. So once we are aware of our thoughts, we can actually question them to see if they're true. So is it 100% true that I'm not capable of losing weight? Is it 100% true that I always quit at everything? Is it 100% true that my friends won't accept me and like me if I lose weight? Is it 100% true that my husband doesn't listen to me? Is it 100% true that my husband doesn't put in any effort? Is it 100% true that my husband is selfish? So simply questioning these thoughts and beliefs, right? I even teach my clients to question their thoughts by Like turning them around, right? Turning them around, like to see the opposite. So, my husband does listen to me. And maybe they specifically think of a time when he did, right? To show themselves again, to show themselves and to prove to themselves that that thought is not true. So, it's not just about thinking a positive thought, it's about really looking at the thought and logically thinking to yourself. Can I prove this wrong? Like, does this make sense? Does this is this one hundred percent true? Probably not. Like a spoiler alert. Like it's usually not. It's no. The answer is no. It's not. And then we can go to work. Like specifically thinking of a time. Right. Like when he did listen to you. Like right. We can prove ourselves wrong so that we can show ourselves that that's not true. Okay. So or we can keep turning around and say, okay, I don't listen to my husband. Right. We're doing the opposite. So if Again, if the thought is like my husband doesn't listen to me, it's like, okay, my husband does listen to me. I don't listen to my husband. My husband is not selfish. I'm selfish. And see if any of those spark anything. And it was not that we're blaming ourselves, like I don't want to go from blaming someone else to blaming ourselves, but just to try to see it from another point of view. So after questioning these thoughts, the next step is deciding if you want to keep thinking them. It's up to you. Like it's a choice. (laughs) <laughs> and there might be thoughts that you think are totally true, that you can see are not serving you or helping you. And you might decide you don't want to keep thinking those things. For example, you might, you might think like this president or the last president is just they're ruining the country and that everything is going to hell in a handbag. <laughs> I love that like saying, going to hell in a handbag. Okay. <laughs> and you might question that and think is it absolutely true? And you might be like, yes, yes, it is. Okay, but how does it make you feel when you think that, when you're thinking that? Even if it is true, even if you think it is absolutely true, it's not, it's an opinion, it's it's a thought, it's not a fact, but how does it make you feel to keep thinking that when you think about that, even if you do think it's true? And do you want to keep focusing on that? Do you want to keep thinking those thoughts? Could you choose to think God is in control or everything will work out how it's supposed to or I'm going to focus on what's right in front of me? Okay, like, could you think of those thoughts so that whenever you're thinking, you know, these thoughts that aren't making you feel good, you can think, nope. I've decided I'm going to think God is in control, right? Or my coach was coaching someone um, within a program that that I'm in. I'm in um, a few coaching um, programs. And this person was saying, well, they kept telling my coach, well, I have ADD, so I can't do that. And, you know, my coach would offer something, well, I have ADD, so I can't do that. And my coach said, like, maybe, you know, that may be absolutely true, okay? Like that might be true that you have that, but is it helping you to keep thinking of yourself in this less than light, in this limiting light? Like to think over and over again, to see everything through a lens of, I can't do that because I have this condition. I can't, and I can't do that because I have this condition. Or could you, th- even though it's true, Okay, this is what I'm saying. Like there might be true things that aren't serving you to keep thinking about. So could you think, I have ADD, but I'm still capable of doing so many things? Or there are lots of people with ADD who do incredible things. Like maybe you Google search, like people who have ADD who accomplish amazing things, right? And you show your brain, like, there you go. You see the proof, right? Like, I don't have to keep thinking of myself like that. Okay, show me the proof, like, so I can have a different thought about it. Or maybe we think, like, that person shouldn't have done that to me. Okay, maybe you had terrible things done to you when you were younger or or recently, or whatever. And you think like, that person shouldn't have done that to me. And we think it's true, and that we have this obligation to think it, and to carry it. And I challenge you to question those thoughts. So even if you think something is absolutely true, still question if it serves you to think it. And then the last step, is you can decide to create different thoughts to think instead, the thoughts that you do believe, right? You prove the other one's wrong and you think, what is the truth here? What would I rather be thinking? And you think those thoughts on purpose. You direct your brain to think those thoughts on purpose. My coach always says like the most thought thought will win, right? And you want to think thoughts that are more true, right? Than the thoughts that your brain is just offering up to you. So, that's the difference between positive thinking and thinking on purpose. Is a lot of times people associate positive thinking with just trying to believe positive things. And what I want to do is show you how to become aware of your thoughts so you can question them and show yourself and prove to yourself logically that those thoughts are not even a fact, and then decide consciously. What is the truth and what do I want to focus on and think instead? And what that leads to is actually changing your beliefs and your identity. It changes how you see yourself, how you see your life and everyone in it. Not just trying to change your actions like most people are doing or trying to control people and circumstances so you can feel better. Okay, that's what most people are doing. But actually changing your thoughts and beliefs until that becomes who you are and what you do. And that is when we get permanent results that seems that seem to just come effortless effortlessly without like all of our taking all of our energy and just overwhelming us. And that is the process that we do inside of my life in the driver's seat program. It's actually the first third of the program. is all about learning to think differently and create however we want to feel. And it's the most life-changing work ever. So if you are ready for real change, tired of just spinning your wheels and wondering why it's so much work to get results and why they don't stick, they don't last, then get into the program and learn this work right here. And I'm telling you, it will change your life. Okay. I love you guys. And that's all I've got for today. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. If you're ready to take this work deeper and start applying what you're learning, I'd like to invite you to join the Life in the Driver's Seat program where you will get out of the passenger seat and into the driver's seat of your life using my signature method. To get a taste of what coaching can do for you and discuss how my program can help, you can book your free breakthrough call by visiting jacquelineemory.com forward slash consult. That's dot com forward slash consult. I'm looking forward to connecting with you soon.